We are Guys in Shorts. If you love hanging out with friends and talking about sports, entertainment, pop culture, and whatever's going on lately, then your choice to listen to our show is a well-advised one. We do all of that stuff, and we drink whiskey. Yeah! That's what we do! I love Pod Day! Gosh dang it! This week, we're, we're taking a break from all the sports and entertainment, actually, and, uh, and we're going to talk about our country. That's right, 4th of July is coming up next week, and we thought it would be fun to visit all of our favorite versions of the good old Star Spangled Banner. Mm. We, I, I got a list. I'm going to be counting it down. James Whitlock is here. Wait, more on that in a second. Yeah. Yeah. But he's got some. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and also, I, I feel like there's there's kind of a... When I was listening to all these, there's kind of a criteria that goes along with what makes a good national anthem, and and I feel like that's worth discussing. So uh, so we'll be getting to, to all that, and, and who knows? Maybe we'll we'll have a conversation about about the good old U.S. of A. USA, USA, USA. Oh, that's, still, that's one thing I can get around. Can't get Ben to cheat. Even women's national <laughs> soccer team, I can still get behind. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Hey oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ed Man's back. I love it. Let's pod. I'm Jeff Wilson. And that's Ben Garcia. Hoopty hoo. And joining us because apparently everyone else flaked from the King's Realm, Mr. James Whitlock. Mr. Oh. Dependable. America! <laughs> ah. Yeah! Oh, so, yes. Before you move on, I just found out that I was invited because everyone else flaked. Well,. You know what? I, I, that, that's not true. Is that, that how that came no, out? No, I told yeah. you. <laughs> option number one, two, and three, they didn't answer the door, so we well, went to option number studio, four. In studio, because everyone else in the world that we know has flaked. James, I love you like a brother. You know you're one of my favorite people in the world, but when there's a room full of five guys, there just isn't enough mic time for you also. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that would be an epic Three hour. I don't know if there's enough with Titanic just you two. directed by Ben Garcia yeah. episode. It'd be... Amazing. I not as good as the James Cameron version, but it'd be awesome. I'm not saying it would be as good. <laughs> James Whitlock. Man. Good to see you, my friend. You too, sir. Ben. Yeah. You're back. Yes. You were out last week. We I missed you. Yeah, I was on vacation. Yeah. How did that go? Oh, the vacation was fun until the my truck broke down and I was in the middle of the <laughs> desert. Oh. <laughs> it, it didn't really break down. It, I had never heard of what's called a shift solenoid and automatic transmission. But I know what they are now. Yeah, never heard of it. Apparently, it went out, and my truck went into limp mode, which means that it doesn't allow your transmission to shift above fourth gear. Oh. So you can't go you know, long distances at lower RPMs. Okay. And so luckily, I happened to, uh, I'll, I'll call it breakdown, in Needles, which is you know a city where you can kind of you know get you know service and all that kind of stuff. And so it ended up extending my vacation by uh, two, two and a half extra days. And, um, you know, it cost me an additional $1,600 to get home. But uh, everything's good. Everything's safe. And uh, just glad to be back. Yeah. And you learned James. about a new car park. Yeah, yeah. I did. Yeah. James, you ever, ever have a problem going into limp mode? No, no, yeah. not yet. Yeah. Not me. Not yet. <laughs> not me but I'm 43, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> neither do I, but my truck obviously <laughs> oh, does. Oh, okay. The uh, truck. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. right. That's right. Steroids. <laughs> uh, the worst part about it, though, is when you have a three-year-old and a one-year-old. Oh, all, all you want to do is get home and get them back to their space where they're comfortable, where yeah, they have their bed. They, I get that. You get them into a house where they can't, you know, crack their head on sharp corners and all that. <laughs> and yeah. so for two and a half extra days, my wife and I were just on edge trying to keep them from killing themselves. 
And so when we finally got home last night, we both just took a deep breath, went to sleep, woke up this morning, and we just said, thank God we're home. Yeah. 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 You know, knock on wood, yeah. I feel like we've done a ton of trips together. Yeah. Uh, most of them, I'd, I'd say 90% go, go without, Absolutely. without a hitch. Yeah. And this one was actually really without a hitch until uh, that happened. Yeah. I think if you're going to break down or anything's going to happen, you kind of want to be with Ben. Oh, he, absolutely. He's the guy that absolutely. can do anything. So no, there's there's certain people that yeah, they well, like you describe the situation and, yeah. and you think of someone who isn't maybe as seasoned as you are at at traveling in general. Yeah. And you know, things things could have really been a lot more difficult oh, than they were, but Absolutely. But because you mentioned you had to rent a car and you yeah. had to like the logistics of it. Yeah. Just working out those logistics and the not panicking under pressure, yeah. you know. Yeah. I feel like that's one of the. He's things cool, hand Luke. Stuff. I yeah. don't know anybody that can handle a situation better than I, you. I appreciate that, and to be honest <laughs> with you, I I really do feel like I I kind of had a calm come over me when it happened, and it was just about solving the problem. It's yeah. just like okay, the first thing I need to do is, you know, when my truck broke down, it was on a Saturday night, and you know everything was closed. There was no rental car agency open. All the automotive places were closed. So I needed to find a place to actually leave my truck. Yeah. And so once I figured that out, then it was like, okay, what's the second thing I need to do? Well, it's I need to get back to my wife and my kids. So I had to get I had to hitch a ride for ninety miles from Needles to Parker. Wow. You know, and you know what? That went off without a hitch. You know, I was yeah. able to get there, and then yeah. was, I went to sleep. Woke up the next morning. It's like, well, what's next? Now I need to get the rental car. Now I need to figure out where I'm going to get the truck fixed. Where am I going to stay? And so it was just a matter of just making small decisions, and, and and obviously with Stephanie talking to her and you know getting her on board with it, we stayed two extra days, and it was nice. We got pool time, we got to spend, and I, I complain about the kids, but I mean it was nice to be able to spend that time with them. And uh, but I, I'll tell you, it was also nice to go back to work today. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Poor, poor Stephanie. I told her. I told her yesterday on the way home when the kids were both sleeping in the back seat. I told her. I said, I don't know how you do this day in and day out. And she goes, I don't either. She goes. Sometimes I black out. <laughs> I get it, man. It, I'll, being a stay-at-home, I, I don't care how tough anybody's job is. When you only work forty hours or even sixty hours a week, it is not being a parent. You are on twenty-four-seven, three sixty-five. Yeah. And and my wife does it just with grace and elegance. And 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 I'll tell you, I I don't think I could do it. I mean, maybe I'm sure you know, like you said, if if I was put in the situation, I could do it. But I'm glad that uh, that my wife does it because she's great at it. Oh. She is yeah, wonderful lady. Shout out to Stephanie Garcia. Yeah. And when we, just really quick, and so I leave a voicemail on my parents' answering machine at home, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. On on Sunday morning, just saying, hey, just so you guys know, this is what happened. You know, I'll I'll let you know whatever happens. I sort of expected to get a call back, like, hey, is everything okay? I haven't heard a thing from them since Sunday, right? <laughs> really? So I don't think that they have any idea that I, I had a breakdown or anything like that. So I I'm hoping that the first they hear of it is when they're listening to this podcast and then I get a call from them, right? Like, what did you guys tell me? I'm like, go check your answering machine. Everything's there. That's your fault for leaving a message on a home answering well, machine. Is their Does fault anybody for, check those anymore? You know what? It's their fault for still having a home number. If you know they're what? not going to check it, then they shouldn't have it. My mom still does. The funny thing is, is she actually, I think she wanted to cancel the number at one point. And I pulled, <laughs> I pulled the... That was my number when I was a We've kid. We've had that phone number forever. <laughs> we oh. can't let that phone number go. Oh my god! <laughs> and so she. I, I, if I was I your mom, her into it. if I, I was your mom, I would say, you know what? Good. Then you can pay for it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's like <laughs> ten bucks. And, uh, it's pro- it's I hope it's not that. that much. No, it's more than that. 
in the package, the bundle? Yeah, it's 10 bucks Is a month. it? All right. Yeah. I should tell her she should probably get rid of it. You probably are. At this point, I do call her. You are like $1,200. She doesn't have good. You're right. She doesn't have good <laughs> cell service okay. in her house, so I feel like it's worth. I think having. I'm gonna put the phone back in my house just because my kids are of the age. I, I just had this thought last couple of weeks because yeah. I switched over cable services. Yeah, and um, and so they it just comes. It's a better price with the package. So do you get the Dodger games now? I do. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's coming over. Wow, there you go. Welcome to the Kings round, Ben Garcia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, but sitting off to the side watching the game. Right. So yeah, we have it anyway. So I was like, you know what? Why not just put a phone in the house? Right. Um, because they, you know, going into a cell phone or anything else, it's just easy to pick up a phone nine one one. Yes. Right. So I think I'm going to do that. Yeah. But I do remember even my childhood number. Yeah. Even if you lose electricity, you know, the phone will still work. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. Especially like with young month, kids. The safety. Yeah, yeah. Once they get into where they have cell phones in their teenage years, then you don't need any more. I actually yeah. think that if you just plugged in, even without phone service, a, a, a phone into your phone You jack, can. You, you can still dial 911. Absolutely. That number will still work. Yes. Really? You're yeah. 100% correct. Well, there you go. <laughs> just don't dun, make it one dun, of those. Dun, dun. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, uh, not, it has to be a cord phone. You know, that yeah, actually yeah, plugs yeah, yeah. in. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who has those anymore? Yeah. yeah. Go to the Goodwill. Okay. So. Top five national anthems. I actually spent a day standing and listening to versions of Thank the you national for anthem. Were you at attention? I, I wasn't at James' attention, but okay. I was like, I stood. I didn't have a hat on, yeah. you know, and, and listened uh, to several versions. And you know what? There's a lot of good ones out there. But before we describe our, our, our favorite versions, James, because you, you mentioned you have like a three that are your favorite, right? I have three that are, I have two that are my favorite, and one that's kind of a, a fun one. Okay. An honorable mention. Okay. It is. Is it the Roseanne Barr version? No. <laughs> Absolutely how, not. how offended are you? Absolutely that not. Like, I will turn on somebody yeah. if, they, if they intentionally do that. Because there's, there's certain lines you don't cross, uh-huh. um, and for me, that's one you don't cross. I don't know if you were a fan of hers before, but- do you have a hard time like watching her show or appreciating anything she does because of? Yeah, really. Yep, I've wow. turned. Yeah. So just out of curiosity, you're a Steelers fan. Yep. And the Steelers were one of the teams that were not yep. standing up for the national. No, League. they so, didn't come out of the locker well, room. Okay, well, okay, because they were told either if they were going to sit or, or kneel to just stay in the locker room. But effectively, it's saying the same thing. Does yeah. that make you not want to be an NFL or a Steelers fan? That definitely makes me. I haven't watched NFL games since, okay. um, unless we're like together, Super yeah. Bowls, those kind of things, or right. I've gone to a game. Um, and, so you're not uh, as much of a fan now as you were because oh, before 100%, that happened. I, I agree with that. I, I totally and, agree. And I'll tell you what the the one takeaway I have from that is Dallas. Dallas did it right. They did the week they had everybody where they were going to make their statements. They came out. They all went to to the middle of the field. They all kneeled before the anthem. Yes. Made their made statement, the statement. And then stood up for the up, anthem. Held hands and everybody stood. I give Jerry I Jones that. props. I and, I, and a lot of people give him shit for that. And, and I thought, Which you know what? Which is stupid. It is. Because effectively, I think exactly what you said is they made their point. They all, they all as a team, they collectively said, we, we recognize that there's an issue. Now let's stand up yep. and let's all honor the flag. Well, yeah. and, and because here's the problem with the protest. And you know what? I, I think all of 
the the three of us in here, like we're very reasonable individuals, and we're not arguing. Well, two and a half. That what they, yeah. James and I <laughs> are reasonable. Ben is <laughs> I part, you were about part me. reasonable. <laughs> no, I was talking about me. You're, but what what they're what they're arguing for, and and I didn't mean for this to get into that. So yeah. so you know we we'll no, keep this, this good, kind though. of lighthearted. But it is good. But none of us are saying that their voices shouldn't be heard, and that not it's not all. an important issue. But my feeling has always been that the Colin Kaepernick, the the protest itself was so misguided and and uninformed. He wanted to get people's attention, right? Mm-hmm. The problem is he did this bold thing that got everybody talking, but no one talks about what he wanted them to be talking about. Everyone's talking about right. the national anthem and right. how it's a slap in the face to America. And the people that he wants to actually hear him now have closed off their minds to any good points or opinions he had. Right. Even though he has their attention, they're completely closed off to anything he has to say because they've he slapped them in the face, you know, yeah. essentially. So it was just a, 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 mis, a very misguided... Uh, protest. I, I mean, I respect him for trying to make a positive no, and, change. And here's what you do. What he did was good, right? He started a conversation. Right, right. But you do like the Marines do. You adapt and you overcome, right? You see that there's an obstacle, right? And if yeah. you want your message heard, then you just change the conversation, right? You remove the obstacle, yeah, right? So then you do what Dallas did, or you, you, yes. you do it outside of... You know, maybe come out early and have your moment then and do that every game. But then stand and show respect because now you've got everybody talking and now your point is being made and people will get behind that. And then I think you you uh, you accomplish everything you're going for. But when you do that and then you see that there's an obstacle and then you double down and you're like, we're going to just press harder through it. Yeah. You're not going to win that. You're just not going to win that. You can't win the majority at that point. So you have to you have to get everybody on your side, right? Because that's the whole goal. Sure. If we're going to make change, we have to we have to get buy-in yeah. from all parties, right? It's and, and and try and speak in one voice. Yeah. Right. Or, or well, I wish least... politicians did that. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know right? It's it's very simple. Uh, it really is. It really very is. very simple. Yeah. And to to be so ignorant to not see that. Yeah. You could. You would get everybody on board because nobody agrees with the BS that's going on. You know, nobody agrees with that crap. So, if you want, if you want equality, you want people to understand it, uh, the message, then just make sure you're doing it in a way that doesn't offend anybody. Right. For for something that has done, like you said, nothing to do. Yeah. With the original topic. Absolutely. So yeah, that's. But so anyway, good good conversation though. Good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> So 15 minutes, right? Aside yeah. from that, yeah, right. We got, we got five more minutes before we have to sign yeah, off. That went out the window when you walked in the door. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about the Star Spangled Banner. And I put together a, a list of my criteria. As I was listening to these versions, I realized there's, there's some specific reasons that make certain versions of the Star Spangled Banner better than others. And I want to get your your thoughts on this. And maybe you have some of your own. But... One I was thinking is the length. You get you get some singers up there and they milk it. Yes, I don't like those. For and and it goes on for, you know, 3 minutes. Aretha Franklin did like a 4 minute something version of it that yeah. that 
like you you need to let the song be the star right. and you're just singing it uh yeah really well you're the instrument in which it comes out not the, yeah not, not the it's not an audition for right. you know american idol i agree with you and i, and I don't even care about the length Right, mm-hmm. I just don't want you to like. It's one of those things where your just the way you deliver it as an artist mm-hmm. is going to be your way. But when you start to embellish it and yes. try and yep. change it, this is one song you don't change. Yep. You do it. You know, if you got to change the key, you, that's one thing right. that I'm okay with. But you could maybe put put a stamp on it that maybe you know puts it in a new light that we haven't heard before. But you get one of those. Yeah. You get one, maybe two. You can't the go rest of it, every yeah. verse. Yes, right. And just up and down. And woo, woo, woo. Exactly. It's it's the national anthem. Yeah, Leave yeah. it alone. That's yeah. not what it's for. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Uh, the other factor I had in is the chills factor. Yep. How many times you get the chills mm-hmm. during the version. And I, I think, though, that has some something to do with you know the artist doing the song, but I also think that the moment is also plays a part so you know if if it was just a regular season you know major league baseball game versus the super bowl i think that even if it's the same rendition by the same artist i think that the chill factor will happen with the super bowl because it's the super Bowl. you know what though i you're right and i think i think you're automatically you you have an advantage when it's the super bowl or something like that but i'll be honest i was sitting at my computer listening to these on youtube and you don't have you just said that. sitting. Liar. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Liar. I was caught him. We caught him in a lie. You did. You no, did. That was the lie. The first one was the truth. I was standing at my computer. Because how often do you stand at your computer? What an asshole. I Man. have my I have my keyboard stand. I'm pandering because I'm here. Yeah. James, oh. I promise you. Uh standing at my computer. Gosh dang it. Uh Listen to these things. So, so I think some of that was taken away, and I still got chills more so during some of these. And let's be honest, most of the noteworthy versions of the national anthem that you can hear anyway yeah. are from the Super Bowl. Right. In fact, I think only one of these isn't a Super Bowl okay. uh, version. Just and and I guess that's maybe unfair. Maybe there's some great versions, but right. you know, how do you find those? I don't have the time to to do that much research. So. <laughs> Do you have any other uh, like like criteria when you're listening to the national anthem? Ben hit on it um, is is the moment that we're in and and how important it is. So there are some that that um, might not be the best, mm-hmm. but they're really good because it's what we need so, as a country. So okay. an example for that for me would be that the rendition that they play for the Olympics to me is not my favorite version of the national anthem. But when you have, you know, Michael Phelps standing up yeah. on the podium and and you and they have the camera panning around and you got the American flag waving behind you and you've got Bob Costas, you know, who just introduced it and he's going to do the outro. There's something about just that moment of watching your favorite athlete, you know, win a gold medal or like I had mentioned in the Super Bowl. So to me, it doesn't need to be that great, but it's that moment that elevates that. Now, yeah. for me, like I mentioned, it's it's definitely not my favorite rendition. I think there's other renditions that are better, but it's what they play. But it's the moment that gives me the chills. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. There you go. Is it really? Yeah. Really? Okay. You're talking about it. I'm almost crying. Oh my gosh! <laughs> oh, watch out. We should have brought a box of tissues. <laughs> I know. <laughs> for James. No, it it really is. And and 
and it doesn't have to be a specific year. Yeah. But watching your country yeah. come out on top. Yes. In the Olympics. Oh, absolutely. Is yeah. uh, I mean, that's I'll, pretty solid. I'll stay up and I'll watch every single one of them. But every that's so one. that's your fa- that's one of your favorite versions because of the moment. Because of the moment. Gotcha. Okay, and I agree well, I with think, that. So so most of mine, I tried to remove that from it. Like m- most of these, I, I tried to. Uh, not go with the moment. You Although, literally the, the Super Bowl. Literally the, the performance. The performance, okay. the, the actual, the song itself. So I don't know how we want to go. Should I Should I kind of go down my list? Are we just you... all going to say number one? Let's just do that. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah. Uh, you got to build to number one. Everybody knows what number one is. So but I think, just... it's, I think it's so good we build to it. Okay. Because it okay. is the de facto number one, but... I don't even want to say her name because I feel like it's worthy of building two. I, I know it what it is. Because it is the pinnacle. We all, everyone we all know what it everyone is. Everyone listening knows what it is. Let's save it. Though. <laughs> right. I want to build to it. Roseanne Barr. 25. Roseanne Barr. <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, all right. I'm going to go through my 25. list. And you tell me if it's on yours. Okay. And, and, and we can I work, guarantee it's work not. Well, I guarantee oh, you're really? not going to get one of them. Okay. Guaranteed. So number seven. Oh my God! Number seven. Oh yeah, I got seven. You I'll, sound I'll like through, Ben. I'll go through a few of these. He yes. wanted us to be a thirty-minute yeah. podcast. I was He's gonna, like number seven. I was going to do five, but I, I had I wanted to mention these. There's just a couple I had to I had to throw in there, and we you can sound we can like a Ben skate through some of them. Faith Hill. A lot of people say Faith Hill's version in the 2000 Super Bowl uh, rivals the number one. Is like one of the best. So that's kind of the only reason I figured we should mention it, and why I'm why I'm even putting it in at seven, is uh, it's it's a decent version, but right. it, it's kind of it's it's straightforward. You know, she doesn't f- flash it up too much, but but I feel like there's a little it's a little blah. Like yeah. she she's not really all in on it. Like you don't see the passion. Okay. You know, she's she's has a wonderful voice. I can't see I remember hearing it. So obviously yeah. it, it doesn't rank in my top 3. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Jennifer Hudson in the 2009 Super Bowl <laughs> American, is my number 6. American you don't like Idol. that one? Why don't you like it? It's dolled up. Yeah. It it's is dolled up. It and is. and the Steelers are there. <laughs> and they ruined it for me. No, it, it you know what? I want to like it, but it's just too dolled up for me. I I can't do it. I agree, and I actually—that's—that's that's why I knocked it down to number six. The, even the accompaniment that she's singing with is a little dated and and not necessarily my favorite. But but she she does have a great voice, and and I feel like it's it's a little too dolled up. But if you earn it, I feel like she does. Earn she's it. a great performer. Yeah, just. Tried to do too much with okay. it. Okay. Speaking of great performers, my number five. I'm curious what you think about this one. Lady Gaga. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I knew you were going there. <laughs> I can tell from the your The 2016 lead-in. Super Bowl. This is what's great about it. It's nothing but her and a piano player on yeah. the stage, which... Going acapella, that's that's ballsy in itself, you know, but, but that's, it's just that's because her, she's got true talent. True talent. True, like she's one of the best performers of of this generation, and it's funny because the first time I listened to it, I was like, I, I wanted to like it, but it was like ah, I'm not so sure. And I listened to it again, and then again, and again, and and it's it's great. Yeah. She actually she has an amazing voice, and she she doesn't 
doll it up too much, but you can see the passion. Yeah. Like she, all that passion that yeah. Faith Hill was lacking, she is just up there selling it and and not making it about her. Right. It's it's never too much. It's just you you get that that's a passion for uh for the country and and that song not on my list because i knew it'd be on yours oh really (laughs) all right it is it it is one of my favorites though okay then let's go to number four the 2004 super bowl beyonce man i'll tell you what you guys are talking about i i can't remember you don't remember these none of these renditions i'll have to go back and listen to it's good Go back, go back and listen to some of these because it's Beyonce. I mean, it's obviously. I feel good. like we could be playing clips, but uh, you you brought a clip, didn't you? I brought a few. We'll play your yeah. clip, okay? But uh, be it's Beyonce, and she sings it as good as you would imagine Beyonce would sing it. Yeah, and it's. Uh, See, it I don't is. think it's of not Beyonce. Too dolled up. I'm not going to say she she's not talented. To me, you know, when I when I think of you know someone who you know went to Juilliard and and, and studied music, I, I think of Lady Gaga. I don't I don't think of Beyonce in that in that category. I'd be interested to see and compare those two and see, you know, what, what the difference is between those renditions. I think Beyonce could have done better. Okay. Really? She did great. I think knowing her and her talent, she could have she done, better. done better. Not dolling it up, but just, I think she, I don't know. I yeah. felt like there could be more there for okay. her. Okay. What about her version at the, uh, at Obama's inauguration? Cause she sang it there too. I preferred the Super Bowl version over the inauguration. But uh, I'd have to go back and check. You that did. One. Yeah, you you did your homework. I man. did. I, you. I told you. I, listen, I was off the grid until last night, late night. So I didn't. <laughs> I didn't prepare at all for this podcast, which is nothing new. Well, so uh, Beyonce actually is the only artist to be on my list twice. Twice, and also the second time she's on it, it's the only version that is not a Super Bowl. The 2006 NBA All Star Game, Destiny's Child. Yeah, did a version yeah, that was good, where the three of them harmonizing, yeah. and it's fantastic. Yeah. I vaguely remember that one. Yeah, it's it's really good. I, I feel like they knock it out of the park. I think I think in the same vein, I think I remember, and I don't have it on the list, or I I didn't look it up, but I think Boys and Men did a something similar. I, I oh, remember really? that too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and that one was pretty good too. Oh, that so, really and I'm all about acapella. Like if really? if you can do it, if you're an artist and you can pull it off. I, I think that that's that is a really good way to go, but right. I think I think above that, and I believe it was Boys to Men. I, I'm pretty sure it was, and I think it was an NBA event. Okay, that I don't remember, but I remember but yeah. that. Yeah, I bet it's on YouTube. We'll have to look it up. We'll look that up, but yeah, it might be. I think it would battle Destiny Child. Really, we got our outro music All right. if we can find it. So <laughs> my number two, I think, is on your list, and I think is it, it a Super Bowl? I think it might be your number one. It's a Super Bowl. It's not on my list. Really? Then maybe you've forgotten about it because this, I, I listened to this and it's a 10 on the chills scale. I had chills the entire time listening to it. It's incredible. It's bar none the most patriotic version of he used any. Bar. I'm worried. <laughs> <laughs> it's Roseanne bar none the most patriotic version that I've heard. Is baseball. <laughs> But it's the choirs of the armed forces when they all came together in the 2005 Super Bowl and and all the choirs sang the national anthem. Do you remember this, James? No, I don't. Oh. I got to go back and listen. You're going to have to that's change your list. That's his new favorite. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to be. change your list. This is, this, I, I'm pretty sure will be your favorite because the voice, they, they start it 
And of course, they sing it very straightforward. It's nothing flashy, but you have all these powerful voices. Yeah. And it starts, you know, the song starts, you know, kind of, there, there's, it, it builds, you know? Yeah. And by the end of the song, these voices are just overpowering. And it has some accompaniment to it. And it actually, it's, it's also one of the shortest versions because they just power right through it. But they actually sing the se- the the final verse or the final whatever you call yeah. it the final frame again with the the orchestra and it is off the charts good. You know what? Let's play it. Shall we play it? Yes. yes. We'll, we'll play an excerpt of it. I gotta hear All right. This. Stand up. that makes me think in watching the video that's the patriots are on the sidelines is that because they've been to the super bowl so many times like they have got to see so many of these performances live yeah that must be an amazing to be tom brady and bill belichick because those guys have been around for every one of them oh yeah we should ask tom brady because he's seen them all yeah yeah (laughs) right i feel like he's a guy to talk to yeah. Oh, James, you're crying. I know. Where does that ring? <laughs> okay, that, that's up there. <laughs> that's solid, right? Screw Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to ruin number one? Oh. No, that, uh, when I heard that, I had chills the entire time. Yeah. It's I, I, unbelievable. I remember watching that one, actually. Yeah. And and the fact that it's just, it's it's our armed forces all coming together, the different branches well, it's the Super Bowl. You've got you've got the 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 planes flying over. Yeah. I mean, it's it. I all of it goes to the chill factor. But but I do like the acapella. I do like that you've got the harmonization yeah. and just the way that it builds. And sure. then you, then you got the 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 brass and the and the and the drums. come in at the end and they do a, a last refrain yeah. with no, that's awesome. The trumpet. Oh, so good. Well, and and yeah, you know I'm you were in. you were asking yes. about what makes the chill factor so. One of the things that I like is actually the instrumental. 
I, you know, yeah, not, 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 not even yeah. so much the voice, yeah. but like, you know, I'll, I'll give an example. So there's, there's a rendition that the USC band does of the national anthem. And, and it's not in the normal, uh, whatever the, the time is that, the, the, you know, the, the, the national anthem is played in. They do it in like three, four time, but it's just the brass, the way they come in and, you know, the way they're, they harmonize with each other yeah. and, and the calling and it's, it's, it's just so well done and 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 i'm sure other you know um college bands do it other you know uh, drum and bugle corps will do it but when when to back me in, uh, that's back, my favorite back in like uh 93 94 the gar high school band did an amazing version oh here agreed. we go agreed agreed <laughs> <laughs> go gladiators it's <laughs> actually on my list <laughs> <laughs> well, so that was my two. We know what number one is, but I want to save number one. James, let's talk about yours. You want to go to me? What, what are some of your favorites? All right. Look, he didn't sit back down. I well, know. he's going to play some clips. <laughs> I'm going to play you. Because so. I feel like we're not going to know. I didn't I didn't get any of yours, right? Um, other than number one, but we all have the same number one, so that's not yeah. fair. Okay. Okay, so this is my honorable mention. It's 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 on my list. Because I typically, I said, and I, I stand by it, that I don't like the embellishment. Okay. But sometimes it just works. Okay. Sometimes Good, it's yeah. just cute. I love that because you got to know the rules so you can break the rules. And, right. And if whoever this is knows the rules and, and breaks them correctly and earns it, it deserves a, a mention. I'll, uh... LeBron's agent? Um, <laughs> I don't even know who that is, so... <laughs> this is for Team AEG. This is at a Galaxy game. And um, this is a seven-year-old Malaya Emma. I can't say her last name. Oh, I, I, I heard this one. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you know it. About 48 seconds in, she breaks the rule, and yeah. it's so damn cute. You see everybody smiling, and yeah. you even see the players like, Wow! Yeah, this girl's got it. Depending on the version old. you have, I believe uh, you hear our good friend of the show, Michael Arajo, introducing her. This is I'm going to add him in there. Yeah, okay. so All right. this is from the let's, galaxy. Let's, let's uh, take a listen. Malaya Emma Chandragwijaya. I literally got chills when she did that. Yeah. I love that attitude. Zlatan approves. That's badass, man. That is a hard song to sing. It is. And yeah. for a seven-year-old yeah. to be able to maintain. And then she jumps octaves. Yeah. Yeah. At twice. seven years old. Like, God bless. So. Sorry, That's a good one. Rolling. That's <laughs> a good one. <laughs> All right. My other one. It's just, for me, of course, it has to involve hockey. Right? Which okay. no one did. All right. And it just goes to show um, how, uh, you know, I love the game, obviously, and I feel like it's the best sport ever. Really? Hadn't, um, hadn't heard that. <laughs> but it also goes to show a, a different level of respect. And you'll get what I mean when you see this. This is for Jeff. Okay. <laughs> Takes place in Canada. Oh, come on. Oh, here we go. 
And it is the Canadian national anthem. I'm going to be very upset. <laughs> no, that's your number one. Oh, All right. Is this where the Canadian fans sing it? Here you go. Oh, that's awesome. Chills, chills. That's cool. It's it's cool because that's like, cool. Outside of O Canada, I guarantee you no American knows what the words are to the Canadian national anthem if yeah. that were to happen here yeah. in the United States. And the fact that they not only knew it, but they can finish the song, wow. that's badass. That's that's really cool. November 18th, 2014, Toronto Maple Leafs are playing National Predators. The PA system goes out, and they jump in. And I'll tell you what, November 2014 uh, is when I learned O Canada. Did yeah, you that's, really? Absolutely. That's solid. And that's from solid. there on, I want to be able to pay it's it forward. Yeah. It's like a level of respect, yeah. you know? And and for another nation to stand up um and do that, that's yeah. I it's hard for me to even talk about. Yeah. But um yeah, it's it's one one reason it is the reason I learned the Canadian national anthem. And if it ever happens at one of our games or a game that I'm at or anything else, you'd be able to sing it. I want to be able to pitch in and, and pay that back. So that, that is, that's a cool, it's chill factor. That's awesome. It's not, it's, it's a regular, we're only a month and a half into the season. Yeah. Like there's nothing. I remember when that happened and I remember watching it on ESPN and just thinking to myself, like, you know, (laughs) Americans get a, 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 sort of a, a bad rap you know it's that we really don't, never heard of that we don't we don't speak any <laughs> other languages other than english yeah. you know we don't we don't know anybody else's culture like we couldn't name the seven you know uh, territories of canada and yeah. whatever and 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 most people can't including yeah. myself yeah and and you know like the fact that they're able to do that and and to respect our country not even living here is 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 beyond me most americans don't even know the words to our own song yeah. You know, maybe maybe I'm going to move Canada up a little bit. Maybe they're not the worst. Oh, I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you're saying that because yeah. I feel like that's it's it's that's kind of on par with Kobe in New York yeah. in the game when he when he goes off and and New York even pays him the respect. Yeah, like you don't expect that when you're in enemy territory, quote unquote. Not right. that Canada's an enemy. Well, but. <laughs> and New York was yelling MVP for Kobe. Like, yeah. That was bad. Like that's yeah. that like you don't expect it there. No. And, and yeah. that's why it's yeah. it's such an amazing moment. It happened Very cool. again in Edmonton in the playoffs against the Ducks in two thousand seven. Was that your was that your number one? That's my number two. Your number two. Okay. Yeah. So we all share the number one. It's it's my favorite. I feel like the number one is its own. It's in its own yes. world. It can't even be a number one on the same list. Well, and to be honest with well, you, yeah, go ahead. Let's yeah. just talk about it. Yeah, because we're yeah. there. Yeah. So number do one. Do you have anything else before we do? No, <laughs> no, I don't. I, I, I don't. Okay. Number one, and and like you said, it's not even close. Yeah. Whitney Houston, at the Super Bowl. When was it? Nineteen ninety-one. 90 it was when she was at the top she was at the top of her game this was before i think drugs grabbed a hold of her oh yeah and she was beautiful 
She had a strong voice. She just she, she commanded your attention. Commanded it and and so effortlessly. Mm-hmm. Like if you watch her and I feel like we should play a clip of it, but you watch her and she just gets up there and it's not a big production. She's not even wearing a, a flashy outfit. Like she's no. kind of just in, you know, nice like patriotic clothes for right. it's almost 80s-ish still. Yeah. She's in yeah, the like jumpsuit. she's not she's not trying it, it's not about her. She just it's a girl singing the national anthem better than it had ever been sung before. Better than it's ever been and ever since has been. I, I don't I don't know how you top it. I mean, it is amazing. And it's funny. So I, I don't remember it live, but when she passed away, there was a special that I watched where it was kind of talking about, you know, her rise and fall. And they showed a clip of her singing it. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, there's no other woman in this world that's alive at this point in the world that can sing it as good as she does. Yeah, I, I agree. You, you, you forget what a talent she was. And then you hear the song and you're like, holy crap. We, yeah. Should we play a clip of it? Yes. Let's play a clip. Let's relive it. It's literally the it's, perfect combination of of the instrumental, the the voice, the energy, the youth, the the, the youthful enthusiasm that she has. I mean, literally, it's th- that's what makes that so special. Yeah. Uh, it it's just incredible. Her voice, it, and yes, yeah, so and it's like you said, she's up there enjoying it. Like yeah. she's not she's not a performer in that moment. I feel like like performing it for an audience. It's a girl with this. Un, this God-given talent, just, just singing our nation's anthem, yeah, better than it's ever to, been to sung me, before. To it, me, it feels like, and, and I'll, I'll give sort of an analogy, right? And and I've obviously, you know, like I don't know what it's like to be like the dream team of 1992, but when you're Larry Bird, you're Magic Johnson, you're Isaiah, you know, uh, Michael Jordan. I say Isaiah Thomas didn't make the team, but. When you're all these guys and you've made all this money for, on the professional level, you've won championships, and you get to wear the red, white, and blue, you get to represent the United States. Like, you don't need to be paid a single dollar to be able to represent your country and to just have that that honor of being able to represent, you know, the whole land of the United States. And to me, that's what Whitney Houston did there, right? Yeah. It's not about Grammys. It's not about you know uh, gold records or platinum records. It's not about how much money you've made. It's I am in the biggest stage 
of the world. I am singing the national anthem with the best orchestra next to me, the best director that's next to me in front of, you know, hundreds of millions of fans watching this happen. And I'm just going to go out there and I'm going to enjoy myself because I'm such a good performer that I don't get nervous, that there's no sort of nerves that you see in my face. I'm smiling. I'm enjoying every moment of this. It's not about being cool. It's not about like, yeah, yeah, the image or whatever. In that moment, it's about... It's like Christmas morning yeah. where you're allowed to be a kid. You're allowed to not be cool. You're allowed to let your guard down and just enjoy that moment. Yeah. And and I feel like that's another reason why, you know, many others aren't as good as they could be because it's not a performer like truly just taking that moment in. They're they're very concerned with getting it right. And and you don't see that at all. No. In Whitney. She knows that it, you know, she's she's just so natural, and and she just sings the song. And take it back too, because um, at that moment we're knee deep in the Gulf War. Yeah, I'm glad you said that because the funny thing is, you you when you go on YouTube, a a lot of people make it about one of the reasons that national anthem is so special is because we'd we we're in the Gulf War. We have the troops overseas. It was a, a moment when the country, you know, needed that song. I would argue that that's a special part of it, but that's almost a separate story and an amazing story in and of itself, but has zero to do with, with how good yeah. that song yeah. still right. is to this yeah. day. I think had we been in peacetime and she'd sang that version, still to this day, we'd be calling that the it's best the version yeah. ever. Yeah. And, and yeah. to be honest with you, like, I think that's, sort of i mean to talk about today's society you know it's that i don't think that people rally around the flag that the the way we should you know like i mean when you when you think about oppression around the world and you know like obviously you know this podcast isn't gonna you know get into the nitty-gritty about what's going on around the world but i mean you know there's there's a lot of wrong with what's going on here in the united states but there's also a lot of right there's a reason why people want to come here and it is the land of the free and this land you can and, make of what your life what you want to. And it's okay to remember that good. Yeah. It's okay to to take a break if if for only for two minutes during a song to remember what's great about this country and then go back to thinking about all the, the bad stuff and protesting and fighting. But but it's important to take those moments to to remember why we live and maybe some people argue to this day, but that why America is so great. But, but even if you think about it, right, the protesters and the people that want to see the country go in a certain direction, everyone has the same thought process, and that is that it wants to make us our country great. Yes. It wants to make our country better than what it is. Yes. So even though you may disagree on how to get there, everyone has the same idea that we want to be great. We want to be better than we are today. And so if everyone can rally around that, especially, what, eight days from now when July 4th rolls around, let's celebrate that. Let's think about... You know what we can do to make this country better. You know, and not and just and just enjoy and revel in the celebration of you know two hundred plus years of of our country being free and and think about what can we do to make ourselves better in this country and and what we can do to make the country better. And well, true, it's, it, yeah, it's the American dream. So if you're you know if you're listening to this podcast overseas and you're thinking about making your way to America and for the first time and just bringing your family, you, you know, I know we have listeners overseas all. Oh, over yes for sure many many countries oh yeah uh, just remember <laughs> when you're coming over all you need is 75 dollars in your pocket right <laughs> right apparently that's, uh, that's everybody's right. story is 
I came over with just seventy five dollars. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> so just bring seventy five American dollars, and you'll make it. Ah, oh, the American dream. God bless America. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad we all have the favorite. I'm glad you agree, James. I was going to be a little heartbroken if you had a different number one than Whitney. <laughs> he probably did, but he's agreeing with you. Just would not, not hurt your feelings. No, James no. wouldn't do that. <laughs> that is that is everybody's number one. It's can great. I give one honorable mention? You can. Um, did Weir- did Weird Al not- Yankovic do it? No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a. Actually, there's several that, that I won't even mention. But this this isn't um, the national anthem, but. I feel like it should be recognized and mentioned when we're talking about patriotic songs, but Ray Charles, Oh, America, the beautiful. America, the beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. That talk about chills. It's that's, it's, that's a 10 on the chills. Factor. Let's, let's just say I got 300 songs on my old iPod that I still listen to. Yeah. Right. And I haven't refreshed it in about 25 years or whenever I bought the iPad shuffle or yeah. uh, I, iPod. Oh shuffle. yeah. Yeah. This is one of the songs. And every time oh, it comes on, it gets me. It's so good. It's so good. His voice, his version. Yeah. I think of Sandlot. Oh yeah, yeah, and you, yeah, you think of Sandlot, but it's, I, it's Sandlot uses it great. But but that song, there's certain songs that can take you, that transport you to a time in your life. And but I feel me, like that's one of those. Songs. It does, but to me, that's why Sandlot's so special because it's the Fourth of July. They're playing baseball, and you got that song playing on in the background, right? Yeah. So I mean, literally, like when you think about what's great about this country it's like those are right there it's everything it's everything and, yep. and so, so i think that they utilize that song effortlessly but in that, movie. that moment doesn't work if you didn't have if you didn't tie that moment in the movie to something in your childhood or your life that's true so so it, like that's just the perfect combination and yeah. shout out to sandlot yeah but so good one more honorable mention and you have to you'll have to youtube it um Go look up the Kentucky All-State Choir National Anthem 2018. They okay. sing it in a hotel atrium. Really? And it's one of the most beautiful things you've ever heard. All right. So not a sporting event, just in a hotel, and everybody comes out of their rooms, and it's it's a remarkable video. I so love it. Check it out. All right. Nice. Good stuff on the National Anthem. I feel like that, that covered a lot of bases. We're ready for 4th of July. Ah, oh, so excited. Tacos and barbecue. And-, and I feel like before we should go, I got to bring up something to you two fine gentlemen. Yeah. I don't know if you heard all of uh, last week's episode, but Darren brought in a uh, game of Celebrity Octagon. <laughs> and so it was a bracket of celebrity versus celebrity right. in a fight. You know, and, and there was Mike Trout versus Cody Bellinger and... And there was a bunch of different Trout. ones. Thank you. Mike Trout. You're welcome. Ben? I think Ben would even say Trout. Where are you on that one? So I think Trout is like your classically big guy that if it was a street brawl, he'd probably win. But I think Cody, if he had some boxing skill and he has reach, I think he could He, he doesn't could have boxing skill, though. Well, I'm just saying. You, you can't give that. him. You don't know that. <laughs> Imaginary powers. If he was a trained boxer, then yeah. He Wonder, be like, yeah. <laughs> Wonder Twin Powers activate. I think if it was that? two people that didn't have. If he had his Power Ranger ring, what, what are we talking? Probably, <laughs> probably Mike Trout, but I think with reach, I think Cody He's, Bellinger I'll take could probably be. He All said right. it. All right. It's good enough. Anyway, the bracket, they were both eliminated anyway, but the bracket uh, culminated with the final match of The Rock versus Jackie Chan. That's oh. a no-brainer. Yeah, The Rock. No the Rock. rock. That's yeah. what I said. 
Who Dick and Darren said, were were adamant that it was. Well, uh, listen, this I goes, think Darren said Jackie Chan. I know Vic said Jackie well, Chan. Look, I know Vic did because Vic doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so here's 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 my take on it. Right, is that I don't care how much talent you have when it comes to martial arts. When you're out, you know, weighed by a hundred pounds, and and you know you're you're you know a foot and a half taller than the guy you're fighting. You're gonna get your ass kicked, yeah. and and The Rock, all he'd need to do is just lay one punch on him, and he's done. And <laughs> and 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 here's the thing: I mean, Jackie Chan, you know, at 50 years old or whatever he was when he was making those movies, even in his prime, wouldn't be able to like you know kick The Rock in his face, being six foot five inches or whatever the hell he is. So there's no way that Jackie Chan would beat up The Rock. Jackie Chan doesn't travel with multi semis of workout equipment. <laughs> to build the Iron Paradise anywhere he goes, yeah. right? Or what, uh, Iron Paradise, I think yeah. it is. And, uh, and I'll tell you what. Uh, if you've seen, I mean, The Rock just gets bigger and badder yeah. every week. I mean, I mean so I'm going to play the hammer here for a second and argue against myself. So back, oh, hey, so, so back, back in the early UFC days, there was Frank Shamrock, who would have been sort of equivalent to The Rock. And then there was Hoist Gracie. Who was much smaller? He probably was like a buck forty, and this was back when they had no weight classes, where you could, you know, have a guy 110 pounds fighting a guy that was 300 pounds. And these guys fought, and I think Hoist Gracie, you know, 100 pounds less than Frank Shamrock was, ended up beating him. So, so, so there is an argument for, you know, the the skill of jujitsu and 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 all these these different you know uh, fighting skills. But, I mean, Jackie Chan is an actor, and yeah, he might have some of those skills, but to me, I, I, st- I still think that The Rock, just because of his physical size and, and like you said, just you know, the muscles and the strength that he's got, yeah. that there's no way that Jackie Chan would be able to compete with him. Here you go. So Jackie Chan, his martial arts says, you know, you, you kind of adapt to, to your environment, right? That's, that's what we're good at as humans. So he's adapted his martial arts to look good on camera, right? So I don't think Jackie Chan, maybe Jackie Chan in his prime and Rock in his prime is is a fight we could talk about. But Jackie Chan and that, now. Yeah, that's that's where we're going. Okay. In their prime. So first of all, Jackie Chan's not on Baller, right? He doesn't have a hit show <laughs> yeah. like Baller. So well, I mean, he's out to, there. And you have to and remember then, that The Rock played football for the Miami Hurricanes. And, you know, he tried out for the NFL. So it wasn't like he was a slouch himself. He was he was a true athlete. If we made these two superheroes, right? Okay. And they each had sidekicks, right? Okay. I would, I would say The Rock has Kevin Hart. And sure. Jackie Chan had... What was his name again? Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker. Was that before or after <laughs> bankruptcy? Okay. So, I mean, so even their sidekick. This was before he gained 150 pounds. And Kevin Hart, as cute and adorable as he is, is like half the size of The Rock, um, is is much more powerful than a, than a Chris Tucker. So even if it was like a cage match, like you were talking about the octagon, and, and there was some foul play going on like WWE style. Like I did not see the argument going that way, but it works. <laughs> Kevin it works. Hart would still take out Chris Tucker. So I mean, and and just to, if you guys don't follow it, follow uh, follow Twitter, follow The Rock and Kevin Hart because the two of them go at it constantly, yeah. and it's the funniest. You want to talk about battles and beef? Yeah, it's the funniest fake beef you'll ever see in your life. 
Which which movie was that? No, this is real life. Oh, in real life? On Twitter. Wait, who? The Rock, Rock and, and, and Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart? Oh, they really? go at it weekly. Like it's it's an ongoing battle. Oh. And, check it out. And uh some of the things No, that, you won't. No, I'm not going to, but he will. I wanted to be nice. <laughs> All right. So that's that's why The Rock wins in my All right. Nice. So three against two then. It's uh i yeah. Three against two so far. I think Darren was saying Jackie Chan. I mean, it would make sense that he'd pick Jackie Chan. Let's get oh. out of here. <laughs> we are guys in shorts. Hey, he's German. Big thank you to James Whitlock for stepping in uh, with thank you, all gentlemen. the guys. Thank you. Flaked. Oh, my gosh. You, you know have what? whiskey. I'm here. I feel like uh, the three of us, we don't need them. It's, uh, this is a... This is a G High reunion here. We're right? going rogue. Yeah, that's right. Oh, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys and Shorts Pod. We're on Facebook and Reddit. Leave a voicemail for us. Tell us your uh, your favorite version of the national anthem if we missed it. 562-450-3356. You can review the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. You can also subscribe. Please share the show with all your friends. And uh, check out the King's Realm. You guys, did you guys put up a new episode? We're putting it up this week. All right. Perfect. We're coming back soon. Oh, man. Is that the one What's... we recorded like a week and a half ago? No, no. That's <laughs> it's in the vault. <laughs> for It'll our personal Deleted scenes. For, yeah. <laughs> we recorded after your show. It is a mess. We were, we were drunk. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Well, I barely remember. <laughs> yeah. For the protection oh, of man. all involved, we're going to keep that in the vault. I've yeah. been kind of waiting for it, and I was like glad that it didn't get released. You know what? It, it might come out in like uh, when we have when we have a slow week. We'll be like, oh, let's take you back to a little fun we had. There you go. There you <laughs> Parking go. lot of the galaxy. <laughs> Yeah. I love it. For James Whitlock and Ben Garcia, I'm Jeff Wilson. Have a happy and safe fourth, everybody. Go, Kings, go. Only one? Go, Kings, go! Go, go Kings, Kings, go! go!